Hey guys and welcome to the Transformation Mindset Podcast. I am your mindset coach Lucy and this podcast is to advise you on my best mindset motivational tips, guide you into a growth mindset and share with you any of the best tips I can find in optimizing your mental and physical health. Enjoy this episode guys. That's it recording. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> so we are back for another episode. It's myself and my coach and good friend, Erin. Hello, Aaron. hello. <laughs> so guys, we thought we were going to um, try and get a series of episodes up for you guys in coaching and clients. And I think at this moment in time, this couldn't be a more perfect time for us to be talking about a coach-client relationship, especially during a time where we now no longer have access to gyms. Um, all the mania that is going on in life, it's all about still, as a client, um, having that respect for your coach and standing by them as a person and a business but not only that it's building that strong relationship of getting through it together training from home and we decided we're going to come to you with some top tips for coaches and clients and things that we have learned over the last couple of years of with our relationship together 100 percent as Lucy said, a coach-client relationship is probably the one of the most important things when you begin starting um, your journey um, as a coach-client. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> you not add that in. That's brilliant. That's- Typical era. That's brilliant. That's so funny. Honestly, my brain is like, months. What's going on? I guess I'd coach client like three times. <laughs> so, so let's get going. So, what would be? What would you say are your two or three top tips into what makes? In fact, why don't we change this around? Why don't you do client and I do coach? Like you can say what oh, your yeah, best three tips. Yeah, definitely. So you, can give, you can give three tips on what you look for and what would benefit a client as a coach, like for you as a coach. So my number one tip would probably be the communication side of things. Like, is a coach the ideal client would be someone who is willing to communicate who asks questions who messages frequently who um will jump on the call and have a little chat at any time because i think the the relationship you have with your client is probably one of the most important things you've got to be able to build up a relationship with that person you've got to be able to trust them um in the decisions that they're making so as a client it would be definitely the communication side um would be one of the things that um attracts me to 
my clients as well. Um, communication yep. is key. That's probably the same for a client with a coach as well. Yeah, I would agree. I would think I would get. I think I would make that my first tip for what you're looking for in a coach because you don't just want somebody who's just sending you over a generic plan and not paying attention as to who you are as a person, what your particular goals are, and what your lifestyle is, what you're like, what you enjoy. Because at the end of the day, you're never going to maintain a plan that you don't enjoy. You're never going to stick to it and it's all going to fall through. So to have a coach who is willing to talk through things with you and if you find things that either aren't sitting well, why are they not sitting well? Um, maybe and the one of the most important things that we've done over the years is focus on what foods work for me and, you know, that communication and watching what I'm doing and how I'm doing things it makes all the difference um, and even just communication with personal life like all the changes that I've gone on throughout prep or even in the last sort of year Erin has been there 100% of the way and has known every step that I've been taking because if she doesn't know she can't alter what I'm doing she doesn't she's, she's never going to know the stress that I'm under or anything like that so yeah I would definitely say the communication part and making it a comfortable zone to talk like not feeling intimidated not feeling like you can't have that communication someone who's asking you questions and wants to know I think that's why our relationship is so good as well and a lot of people will look at our relationship and be like why am I not like that with my coach because one side there it is extremely professional and we do do things in a professional way but communication is key and I am like um your mum as well (laughs) I look after you and um even from like a um Outside of fitness point of view, like your health and well-being and your mental health is so, so important to me. And I think as the job of a coach, it's not about just getting your client to their health and fitness goals. It's about um, their mentality going forward as well. It is so, so important. So definitely communication is the number one thing for both a client and a coach absolutely couldn't agree more so what would your second tip be probably um I love it when a client comes to me and they know exactly what they want to do I'm like yes girl when someone's got dreams when someone is showing enthusiasm and yeah it is just I remember actually the day you messaged me you was like Hi, Erin. I would love to compete. Can you please help me? Can you please be my coach? And I was like, yes, let's do this. Let's have a chat and see where your head's at because you knew exactly what you wanted to do and what steps um, you were willing to take. And I think that is one of the most important things as well. Um, You are enthusiasm and you know exactly what you want. Yeah. And I think on the back of that, I think the second tip I would give for a coach is 
when someone comes to you and knows what they want actually taking that into consideration and not not seeing tunnel vision of what they see for that person like whenever I've come to you with something I've wanted to do or I've wanted to change or when I've wanted to compete not wanted to compete you have 100% stood by every decision that I have made unless it's been a point where we both agreed sometimes you've had to step in and say loose we need to take a step back your health is more important and I've listened because that is again I think that would come into that tip is as much as your goals has to be important to your coach your your health and as you said your mental well-being and your lifestyle sometimes if you go into tunnel vision of what you want there's nothing wrong with that and I think you need that to achieve a goal but you need that sort of side of reason from your coach to be like let's be realistic how badly do you want this are you willing to give up being a parent are you willing to give up you know relationships for a time being are you willing to jeopardize your health if you are that's your choice but this is the steps you've got to take otherwise um and I think that would be top tip number two for a coach is to be to be that motivation but almost like your Yoda so your motivation but with side with that reason oh yes 100% that, that sensible side that you probably won't have when you've got that tunnel vision definitely I 100% agree with you it's just about finding um the balance and um, chasing your goals but being realistic at the same time yeah absolutely absolutely so what would be your third tip tip number three would probably just be a client that is very honest um, and willing to listen and um, willing to learn as well because I love teaching my clients and teaching you guys why you're doing things and um, giving you an understanding on how your body works as well. So yes. definitely um, a client who's willing to listen and willing to learn and just open up a little bit more. Um, so that would probably be my um, third thing that I look for in a client, someone who's um, eager but listens and um, yeah, takes the knowledge on board and does what you say, basically. Yeah. Because there are some people that you would coach and although they're paying money for a service, they don't do half of the stuff that you say. Yeah. That's probably um, my third thing. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I think the third thing for a coach for me, what would be my third tip that I would look for in a coach? Hmm. I think especially when it came to that's what I would say when it comes to your coach they need to have that over exactly as you're saying they need to have more knowledge than you that sounds ridiculous but they need to be someone who is constantly learning knows about the body knows about your sleep they actually have the knowledge they're not just again sending you a standard box fit plan they have gone they've done the research they've done they've done all the learning they have 
resources, they have the people to speak to if they're not 100% sure on what steps to take. But you're co- you have to have complete trust and everything. I co- agree with you. And you can tell a mile off if that person who's sending you information doesn't stand by what they're saying and they're just sending it because that's what they've been told. They've not actually done the research. They've not actually done the courses or spoken to the people who are in the know. Now, fair enough, yes, fitness and health and all that stuff, I think it's quite a a vast area because some things work for others and there's a lot of things that are still trial and error, but the majority is pretty standard. And if one thing doesn't work for somebody, something else will. Your coach needs to know these things. Um, Otherwise, again, you're literally just going to be put in for squats, deadlifts and shoulder press because that's the rest of the client, what the rest of their clients have got. Yeah, international chest. Then say you can't do a squat because you've got a knee injury or whatever. They're like, well, fuck, I don't know what to do. (laughs) Another thing, I was actually on the phone with... um, a girl the other day about this your coach has got to be a chameleon your go your coach has got to be able to adapt to that individual like um not everybody works well on a meal plan not everybody works well doing if it fits your macros like yourself for example we tried if it fits your macros and it didn't work no it doesn't work um, yeah and then, like, people go to me, well, why do you not get bored being on the same meals? No, because when I want to change a meal, Erin changes it. Like, if there's something that I'm not enjoying, we take it out and we put something else in. But I, because I live such a busy lifestyle, taking that decision every single day of what I'm to eat makes my life easier. I know what I'm to have. I stick to it for a week. When we want to chop and change things, we do. Um, but, again... That comes exactly as you said. Your coach needs to know these things. They need to have the knowledge of how to change these things. Um, And I think that would be my tip number three, is to make sure your coach has knowledge. And you only have to look at their clients. You just have to ask them the right questions. I think that's important for a client. I think you've got to ask your coach the right questions. Um, Almost quiz them in a way to see what you're going to be getting from this 100 um, yeah yeah so I think your coach has got to be professional as well like obviously results is a huge factor but every coach has got results if I'm yeah. being honest um if you've got a girl with a couple if if I had a client with say 30,000 followers um and they get good results then Obviously, I would get more clients from that, but you cannot go for a coach specifically on results because other things come into play as well. You've got to see if that person is professional in how they work because there has been a lot of dodgy stuff going about in the fitness industry in the past um, past couple of months from these top coaches. Um, yeah, I know. Super, super important to either speak to other girls that's getting coached by them, or um, yeah, just see how they work as an individual as well. Um, because everybody provides results, results, but 
the service is super important as well. Yeah, well, that's something that I think off the back of that as well. And I'm just kind of diving in because we're going to give like things that we've learned over the last couple of years of our relationship. And I definitely think one of the things that I've learned, and it kind of ties into everything that we've just said for our tips, is going back to the honesty thing. Like, your coach should be approachable enough, just like your client, that if you are a coach, if your client's not doing something, you should be able to turn around and say to them, you're not doing it. I know you're not doing it. I can tell you're not doing it. Why are you not doing it? Let's work out. Why? Let's change it. Um, just like if, like if there's ever been an, like the, to be fair, we've been what well, I think this is our third year together. Is this our third year already? Third year, yeah. <laughs> our third year together, and had our bumps in the road, but it's not. It's never led to me hating it, and it's never anything that's led. It's never even led me to bad mouth Erin, because if I've ever had an issue. Or if Erin's ever had an issue, we've just talked it through, we've worked it out, we've got to the end of it. And it's just like any other relationship. And I spoke to a girl about this before, a couple of days ago, saying, because she wasn't happy with her current coach. And I said, have you spoken to her about this? No. And I was like, well, and she was like, so I want to change coach. And I was like, but how are you ever going to build a relationship with a coach? If you're unable to say when you're not happy about things, I was like, otherwise you're just going to keep jumping ship. Like a relationship is just like your partner, like a family member. You're with them in the long haul. So you're going to have to go through these things. You have to grow together. A client will never grow as a client if they don't know their mistakes, just like a coach will never grow without learning things about their client and what they what they need from a coach. And I think that's something that... Yeah. You've learned so yeah. much. Um, I know I have because like, if I've been having an off week or whatever, you just call me out on it and be like, well, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> what, the thing is, you are very honest. You're very yeah. honest with everything that happens. You're like, Erin, I haven't had the best week um, and we resolve it from there. And that is... Yeah so so important as a coach um client relationship i've spoke to many girls in the past who have been scared to message their coach um if they've went off plan or if they haven't um been able to get into the gym and they're scared to see what they'd say it's crazy um yeah. i had a girl tell me that after her show she couldn't stop binge eating and yeah. Coach turned around and said to her, I told you only one off-plan meal. This is ridiculous. And this girl obviously had some mental health issues when it came to food. And um, you need to be able to talk to your coach about these things. It's super important to be able to um, express how you feel um, with everything that's going on. Yeah, well, look at my first week out of my first show. I mean, I put six kilos on that week. <laughs> and you were like, because obviously I was just like, I'd, I had no experience. And I have said on my podcast before, the day before I stepped on stage, that was the day I decided to go and get all my treats for after the show. I spent £50 on chocolate. 
And because it was there and I knew I wanted to go for finals, I ate that £50 of chocolate in that week. (laughs) Don't worry, girl. We have all been there. But the thing is, that is a learning experience as well. No matter what I would have said that week, there is no way you would have listened yeah, no, I wouldn't. And that's the thing. But the thing was, at the end of that week, because we you, we were going to have a couple of weeks off, but I wanted to do finals. And you were like, nope, you've had your time. You've had it. If we're going to do it, we need to get back on track. Yeah. And and I listened and I learned because the second second show, I we didn't. And every day. I remember messaging you three, four times a day asking how you I were. <laughs> I know, and I was so much better. And the third show, that was where we learned that the scales had to come away because even though I was bang on track, the the calories, like my my weight wasn't going up drastically. I was doing perfectly fine for where I was at. The scales threw me. And so after the third show, we decided, right, well, after show, we don't need the scales. So let's just remove them. So we went, it what, eight weeks until I weighed myself in again. Mm-hmm. Um, things. And then after that wait, eight weeks, I think you was only, what, four or five kilos up? Yeah, I wasn't that. It wasn't, I wasn't it wasn't, that. it wasn't a lot. I don't even, no. yeah, I think, I'm sure it was four kilos, five kilos. Yeah, five, it was like four or five, five kilos. We like, yes, we have nailed this. Yeah, and we were like, well, that's that's how we've got to do it. We just work on, and again, that's something that we've learned together as a coach-client relationship because if I didn't have you to talk through those things, and again, here lieth the issue that I had with my friend who was willing to jump ship from our coach just because she wasn't happy about a couple of things. And I said, well, unless you talk these things through with your coach, you're never going to grow. Like, if I had just failed, because I had that one week of binging, didn't speak to you again because I felt ashamed of myself. I was just completely honest, sent the photo, felt like crap and was like, yeah, you're absolutely right. I need to get the shit kicked out of me over the next couple of weeks so that I can step on stage again. Um, but again, it was just all a learning curve and it was, we, we both learned from it and I would never, and I say, I've said that a million times, I would not have grown into the person I am now had I not had Erin as my coach. And yeah, it's just been, it's, it's a valuable relationship. 100%. I think people are too quick to jump ships and um, change coaches if one little thing doesn't go to plan. You've got to remember that your coach is learning everything about you. And yep. there is obviously going to be um, little blips along the way, but you've just got to be consistent um, and keep moving forwards together um, yep. to get it the to be part, successful. The other part to that is people, clients need to remember your coach is still a human being. Like, yes, this is a business, but you still have your personal life. You still have your own goals. You still have your the rest of your clients to see to. Now, I'm all for the attention to detail, as you know. But at the same time, like there's been times where I've had check-ins or we've we've had plans or whatever, but things have cropped up for you. And again, that was something that I had to learn as a client. And I think a lot of clients need to learn is that your coach is still human. Like they're not super people that are just going to pop up whenever you need them like a genie like yeah have a life they have a life and 
it's learning to have that confidence in yourself that your coach has given you the, the information. If you don't feel confident enough, go away, write down why you don't feel confident enough. Go back to your coach with that and learn from it. What do you need to learn to make yourself feel more confident during the times that your coach is not available? Yeah, I um, agree with you there. Um, yeah. And you've with that situation as well, um, we try our best to give everybody the exact same attention to detail. And um, yeah. sometimes there will be gaps between check-ins or sometimes things come up and... Yeah, we are not superhuman. We can't get you to eat all your meals. We can't get you to go to the gym. We can't give you motivation. Of course, saying that, I can send you a couple of voice notes to kick you up the bum. But um, you've got to you've got to want it from within as well. That is a yep. huge, huge factor. Yep, absolutely, and that's what I mean. That that, and I've said this in my podcast before. Um, that. I can give you the tools and to get into a goal, but I can't make you want it. That's up to you. Like, it's up to you to want your goals. It's up to you to have that willpower to make it happen. Nobody's going to give that to you. You have to get that for yourself. And if, you're well, if your want for it's not strong enough, there is no coach in the world that's going to be good enough to get you there. And that is just fact. 100 you've got to want it deep within um you shouldn't need a check-in to stick to your plan or to stick to your macros no it should be something you you should be sticking to it regardless until you receive that check-in with the updates yeah yeah could not agree more well how long has that gone on for bang on 40 minutes oh yeah (laughs) <laughs> right so we'll leave that there for you guys and we've decided that we're going to do a Q&A for the next episode and um, so if there's anything you want to ask myself and Erin um, we will both pop up on our pages that we're doing a Q&A and we're going to do that in two weeks time so this is going to be a fortnightly episode oh <laughs> yes you are not getting rid of us I'm afraid uh, so good um so yeah let us know and we shall definitely get back to your q a's um erin do you want to drop where everyone can get you they'll probably i'll probably put a outro or something to see where people can get you but just for this episode anyway so you can get me at instagram erint.ifbb pro <laughs> But we are going to be bringing you some very saucy, exciting topics in the next couple of weeks. So please stay tuned and we shall see you then. Woohoo! You need to stop the recorder (laughs) because it's on your side. Thank you for tuning into this episode, guys. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please like, share, send me some love and pass on to anybody you feel who might benefit from listening to it. This podcast is for educational purposes only. If you feel you have a real issue, please make sure you get the right help and contact a licensed physician. Catch you in the next episode, guys.